Have you ever been changed in a moment? I mean, has your life ever really been rocked by a moment in time? Now, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Something bad could happen, maybe a health report or an accident, horrible stuff to think about. But something good can happen too in a moment, right? That person that you love could say yes, could return that love to you. But spiritually, most importantly, has the Holy Spirit ever answered the longings of your heart, the questions of your mind? In a moment, has clarity come to your life? Well, hey, this is what's happening with Jesus in John chapter 7, verse 37. This is Pastor Terry. Welcome to Grace Free Journey. So glad you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. Jesus has just spoke at the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, remember, we talked about this last podcast. The Jews had three major um, celebrations, right? They had Passover, they had um, Tabernacles, and they had Pentecost. And so this is Tabernacles. This is an unbelievable celebration where they looked for the promised coming of the Holy Spirit, and they thanked the Lord for the provision of water and blessings of life. And so in that time where water was such a central point, where water played a key part of the celebration, for seven days they would carry water and, and golden pots and they would dump them into these silver troughs. And it was just an amazing spectacle to see. Water was just so central. Jesus stood up using that picture and said, if anyone is thirsty, come to me and drink and he will never be thirsty again. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit descended and people's lives were beginning to be changed. Now, remember, Jesus was a wanted man. The scribes and the Pharisees and the religious leaders wanted Jesus dead. They wanted him to be captured. They wanted to try him. They wanted to kill him. So right after this moment, we pick up in verse 40 and look what happens. Now, when they heard these words, that's the people. Some of the people said, this really is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But now some said, is the Christ to come from Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Christ will come from the offspring of David? And that means he will come from Bethlehem, the village of David, which is where David came from. In verse 43, they go on and say, so there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. So here's what's going on. They're saying, wait a minute, what Jesus is saying is speaking to our hearts and our souls. And some people are beginning to see the Holy Spirit's awakening within them that the longing of their soul, the spiritual quest of their life and their forefathers is found in this person of Jesus. And the Spirit of God is drawing them and awakening them to that. But then there's a debate. There's a debate about the origins of Jesus. Where does he come from? The Bible said he comes from the lineage of David. This is true. The scriptures do. But some said, well, he just came out of Galilee. Well, that's where Jesus was raised. But we know where he was born. Where was that? In Bethlehem, the city of David. Matter of fact, at the beginning of Matthew, Matthew tells us the lineage of David. Of, of Jesus. And it says that he is of the house and lineage of David. But there was a division at that time among the people. So some said, let's lay hands on him. And some said, no, we're not going to do it. But at the end of the day, no one did. Now, why is this important? Again, because the priests and the Pharisees wanted Jesus captured. But when your lives are changed, listen, when your lives are changed by the power of the Holy Spirit, your priorities change as well. Look what happens in verse 45. The officers then came to the chief priests and the Pharisees and said, why did you not bring him? The officers answered, no one ever spoke like this man. So here's the, the, the response. The officer said, look, you better understand something. This guy you're wanting to arrest is not like anyone else. What he said 
pierced our souls and our minds. It began to answer the longing, spiritual longings of our life. Then the Pharisees answered them and said, have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? And they're getting nervous. They're saying, is this guy, Jesus, really that powerful? Is his message really that transformational? Are we losing our following to something else? Remember this, on a level playing field, when the truth is presented, the truth always wins. Put the gospel on the level playing field with any other religious idea. And at the end of the day, the gospel wins. Why? Because it's the power of God unto salvation. The Bible tells us to everyone who believes, to the Jew and also to the Gentile. So the Bible goes on in this context and says, but, but this crowd that does not know the law is accursed. Nicodemus, who had gone to him before, who was one of them, said to them, does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? They replied, are you from Galilee too? Search and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. So the leaders who want to resist Jesus, they're saying, well, no, he grew up in Galilee. He can't be someone important, right? He Because nothing ever good comes from Galilee. But Nicodemus says, look, you need to evaluate what he says before you make a decision. So I want to ask you that question. Have you evaluated clearly what Jesus has said? Or have you already made a decision about who he is and what he's about? If you haven't, if you haven't already concluded that, I want to encourage you to listen to what Jesus says. Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Are you looking for something to satisfy the longing of your soul? What have you tried? Have you tried money, drugs, alcohol, relationships, pornography? Have you tried all that stuff? Is there still a gap in your heart and your mind? If so, then listen to what Jesus says. If anyone is thirsty, come to me and he'll never thirst again. Believe in Jesus, trust him with your heart, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey here and forever. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to be together. And now, Lord, I do pray specifically for those who are still questioning, who are still looking, who are still searching. Holy Spirit, awaken them to life, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.